Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. <laughs> it's your good pal, Steve O, from the Four Eyed Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about a wonderful designer we all know. Uh, Revenge Lover illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And just do yourself a favor and tell them Steve-O sent you. I know it really doesn't count for anything, but, I mean, come on. Who's gonna, who are you going to trust? You going to trust somebody else? No, you're going to trust me, Steve-O. Because, face it, I'm awesome. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Arcade Bros. That's right, Arcade Bros is back. I know we've been through so many reboots, but guess what? Uh, with a lot of planning and a lot of helping out. No, no, seriously, it was just me begging. A lot of begging. Um, I finally have a co-host. Um, so we're hopefully going to be doing this again. Um, I know the holidays are coming up, so we will probably be scattered brain a little bit. When, uh, but we're hopefully we'll be having brand new episodes again every Tuesday. Um, but yeah, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil who the new co-host is. You'll have to uh, wait until this lovely intro's over. And when they introduce themselves, that's right. I didn't even give you if it's a male or female. You don't even know, kids. But yes, this is a big week. Uh, a lot of games are dropping this week as well. We got the Fallout 4, of course, and also the Rise of the Tomb Raider. Not to mention that Black Ops 3 just came out. And, of course, the holiday season is upon us, so we, we get, get ready for all these bundle sales and uh, deals on games. And we're going to hopefully, throughout this entire um, season, give you the best deals of what's coming out and everything like that. In fact, there's a great sale that's starting uh this week as well which we'll drive into as well but without further ado kids sit back relax and enjoy some of the great great podcasting of the arcade bros All right, kids, it's time for another episode of the Arcade Bros. And um, so as you, of course, you can find us on, um, you know, ArcadeBros.com, listen to the show on 4iRadio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zune Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And, of course, I am Player One, Stevo, and with my new Player Two, because finally I've unlocked this character. Hello, bros. It's Revenge Lover. Oh, Raven. okay. I wasn't sure if you were gonna. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you're gonna go by your uh, your actual name, or you wanted to have like a cool like gamer name on it. I don't know. I have too many people calling me Revenge Lover, even in person. Like we'll meet up at a con, and they're like, "Oh, it's Revenge Lover," and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> you're like, so it I, just works. You're like, I have a name. Um, yeah. So I'm I not. Just literally change my name. <laughs> I I won't ask you to do your own live read. <laughs> um, oh, okay. No, I'm not gonna be mean. I'm not gonna. But uh, we'll, uh, but yes, uh, of course, it's uh, you know uh, Raven from Revenge Lover illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Um, so yes, it's Raven. So um, I know you people have probably heard Raven on other ones of our podcasts, mostly probably socially awkward. Um, but uh, before we dive into everything, so Raven, tell us a little bit about yourselves, and then so the fans can get to know you. Um, well, my life is video games and illustration, graphic design. Um, I lived in Phoenix for a while. That's how we know each other. We found out that we lived in the same complex. That was, was kind of weird. 
I thought Matthew was sending me my address and I thought he was stalking me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, most of my illustrations and stuff are based off of video games and, and a lot of pop culture. Um, yeah, uh, if you haven't seen her artwork yet, it's uh, she actually has given out some free pieces of artwork. I know I actually have one piece of her artwork sitting at my desk at work. Uh, every time people come by, they're always like, "Wow, it's like a Star Wars, but it's like a like a samurai armor thing." I'm like, "Yeah, you can go to Revenge Lover and get art artwork from that place." Um, but yeah, I have a couple. Of, I'm trying to remember. I do have a no. I have a bunch of your other prints. I'm trying to get a frame for because I want to put them somewhere in my my new apartment, um, which I'll have to give Raven the tour sometime. Because uh, she'll probably geek out with everything that I finally put up. Yeah, I can see. Uh, what is that? Civil War and Deadpool behind you. Yeah, I have you? Civil War, Deadpool, and then next to that is a Spider-Man poster. It looks almost like a. It's like a noir kind of looking drawing, I could say. Maybe that's the best way to put yes. it. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff, and then of course, uh, everyone's seen the gaming center that I posted online. So, um, but yeah, so Raven, what got you into gaming? Like, what was something, have you always been a gamer, or was there something that you were just like, oh, I really want to play this? My mom actually got me into gaming. She had a, uh, a ColecoVision, and that, oh, nice. that system pisses me off. I hate that system so much, because <laughs> it's got the, you got to punch in the numbers and different combos to do stuff, and yeah. then you got to turn the knob to go left and right. Yeah, it was... Uh, I remember the that's. I think that was one of the funniest lines in South Park one time when they go over. They're like, "Where's the Nintendo system?" And they're like, "Oh, we got the ColecoVision." You're like, "Oh wow, they are going way back." Um, yeah, super way back. And then I think that next Christmas she brought a Super Nintendo in, and we were playing. Um, what is that? Smash, Smash TV. Oh, okay. The one yeah, where yeah. it's like the red guy and the blue guy, or the black guy and the white guy. Yeah. And you're on a TV show. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that one. That's like a. Isn't that? I think that's like a very rare game to find now these days. Is Smash TV? I have a copy of it still. What? Yeah. Right, well, and then uh, in Black Ops, the first one, if you put in like the secret code or whatever, you could play a game on there that was similar to it, but it's like your little army dude hitting oh. all the zombies. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Well, I would say this: if you still have a copy of that, I say next time you're in town, you need to bring that because I saw my Super Nintendo, so. Heck yeah, and I got Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter too. Mm, Donkey Kong, all the Mario games. I'll hook you up. Very nice. Well, I think I have the Donkey Kongs. I don't have Street Fighter though, because I'm slowly building that collection back again. Like I actually found a place uh, out here called Fallout Games. Oh yeah, yeah, in Tempe. A, yeah, it sells a bunch of old school games. I ended up getting like the original Batman game, like based off of the movie. Uh, for like 23 bucks, but it came with everything. Like I had the box, wow. the cartridge, the booklet. I was all like, okay, cool. So, um, because someone at work was all like, yeah, I have a Nintendo system. Do you want it? I'm like, okay, well, how much do you want for it? She's like, oh, it's yours. It's free. I'm like, no, seriously, how much do you want for this? Because you're giving me this and a bunch of games for like free. I got to give you something. I would like kowtow to her for the rest of her life for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I already gave her immunity at work. Nice. Where I can't like you know, make fun of her or insult her. If you guys didn't know, I actually live in Anaheim, California, so if there's any Californians, you should meet up with me. Yes, and um, of course we'll get to it at the end of the show, but uh, Raven, if you want to game with people, you can give out your gamer tag and your Twitter where people can follow you and all that great stuff. But um, yeah, so Raven, I'm, I'm happy you're on board with Arcade Bros, though we might have to figure out how to 
switch the name up or whatnot, or at least let the people know that there's a female involved, because obviously this reincarnation of the show has gone through a lot. Um, but I can be a bro. I mean, that's what I figured as is I figured because <laughs> when it original started, she knows it was me and my brother, so that's why I went with Arcade Bros. And then he left, so then I was like, well, it could just be like, bro, you know. So um, yeah, fist bump and everything. Yeah, fist bump and everything. <laughs> Um, so before we uh, get into our show notes, and I know it's going to be a big week this week because uh, Fallout 4 and I believe Rise of the Tomb Raider drop today uh, when the show gets released, which is should be November 10th. Um, so, But before we dive into that, let's talk about, so Raven, this is a segment we like to do on the show, and you'll probably get used to it, and I see you've played a lot, but what are you playing this week? Halo 5. I actually got it for free from Microsoft. Yes, uh, I found this. I saw this on your uh, Facebook feed. So uh, let let's talk about this because I was all like, "What? Xbox gives away things for free?" Yeah, I, I did a little research, and apparently Microsoft just decides we're gonna give random people games for free, and the game is random, so you don't even know what you're gonna get. And I tried to find other people who got Halo Five for free, but I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> No, that's the really, chosen one. Now, I find that really kind of cool. Now, do you know if it's based off of anything? Is it just like you were gaming a lot or I I don't think it's based off of anything, but I mean, I've had my gamer tag for like 5-6 years now. So maybe they were like, "Hey, this person's been loyal for us, you know, loyal with us forever. Let's just give them a free game." Well, that's nice. I will say this, Microsoft, I've been loyal for you for 9 years now. What the fuck? <laughs> I have a buddy of mine who's been with them since day one, and they gave him a Microsoft or an Xbox credit card. Oh wow! Um, yeah, because that happened to yeah. Matthew. I guess when Matthew got, because he got the like the day one edition of the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that happened, he ended up getting a free copy of like when their like one year came around. I guess he he got a bunch of different like free downloadable stuff, like uh, I think backgrounds and things like that. But he did get Limbo remastered for it. Oh wow! So I was like, that's oh, that, yeah, I, yeah, actually, that's what happened. So that's the thing. Okay, so you, you're an Xbox person. Now, are you an Xbox fanboy or, or fangirl, I should say, or do you just like to play everything? I like to play everything. Like, right now, I'm between my Wii U and my Xbox One. I'd get a PlayStation 4 if there were more games that, you know, I wanted to play. Thank the you. only thing I can think of right now for PlayStation 4 is uh, the new Dragon Quest game. Yes. Um, now, this is the thing I got mad about now. Everyone's been telling me, like, this is the thing I never got. Like, everyone kept saying, like, PlayStation is beating Xbox sales. PlayStation is beating Xbox sales. I'm like, that's great and all, but everybody I know has an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even trying to be like, Xbox is better, because don't get me wrong, I got a PlayStation 4 not too long ago. I don't have that many games. I think I, all the games, I think I have one exclusive game for it right now. Um, but everything else is either a remastered version of a game or a game I've already played because someone was like, oh, hey, I'm, here's Destiny again. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I have it for the PlayStation 4. Um, I'm really looking at games that I want to get for it, and I'm not trying to put it down because I, I popped in The Last of Us, really great graphics. Like I didn't think the graphics get any better, and I was like, oh, wow, this remaster looks like amazing. But again, I'm like, I don't know. It's just not, it's not pulling me in. Don't get me wrong. I love the new controller. I think it, it's bigger. Um, I like it a lot better than the old school controls of PlayStation. But I'm really trying. I'm really waiting. Like, when are you going to give me something that gives? Like, the only game that I think that came out that I wanted was Until Dawn, just because it's like a horror survival game. But, yeah, I was looking at that too. But I don't know. There's more survival horror games for Xbox too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think the other game I bought for just because it was cheaper than Xbox was Dying Light. How is that game? It's fun. So if you like, if you played, um, I would say it's a cross between pretty much Dead Island 
and Mirror's Edge. Okay. So basically, yeah. So basically, you're like running, and then you have to make sure you make your jumps correctly and grab things, and you know, do the stuff, and then you're also battling things, and then uh, you're leveling up and stuff. So it's kind of cool. I know my my brother actually just got a PlayStation Four, so he got Dying Light. So I was like, okay, cool, I can co-op with somebody. But uh, yeah, it's coming down to the fact where I was just like, I'm like, okay, well, if more people have Xbox, I'm probably gonna buy all my games on the Xbox because then I can multiplay. Um, but yeah, so. yeah, big big tip for everyone. If you're trying to decide between Xbox or PlayStation, just think about the fact that you're spending hundreds of dollars on a system. Think about how many games are on what system that you want to play. If there's more games on PlayStation, get a PlayStation. If there's more games on Xbox, get an Xbox. Yeah, that's the uh, Or if you're just like, you know what, I just like the hardcore Nintendo stuff, then just get a Wii U. Yeah, uh, or if you just have a lot of money and you just want to burn a hole in your pocket, get them all. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that's that's basically when you d- that that would be the Steve category I like to call it because <laughs> you you have no social life besides work and then you do a lot of podcasts and then all you do is play video games. So if you have no social life, you don't go out, then I would recommend getting all consoles. In fact, you should actually go way way back and just start starting with you know uh, a ColecoVision and then an Atari and then a Nintendo. Just get them all because why? You're not you're not going to leave the house. Um, and all the handhelds you'll never play. Oh, God, yeah, I totally forgot about Game that. Game Boy Micro, Game Boy SP, PSP. The funny part is I wasn't that bad with the handhelds. Like, I think the newest handle I has is the Nintendo 3DS, but I never <laughs> bought a PS Vita, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because after Sony came out like a couple months back going like, yeah, we're not doing anything more with it. That had so much potential. I was like, oh, this is going to be so cool. You can use it as a phone. Because there was that, whatever, that Nokia. Yeah, that Nokia. Whatever the hell it was. Uh, Yeah, uh, what was it? The Nokia, I want to call it N-Gage? Yeah, the Nokia N-Gage. But you could only download games. You couldn't, like, put any cartridges or anything in it. Yeah. Now, the problem, okay, so this is the weird thing I have. So every time somebody says something like Nintendo does something different, there's always an uproar on a lot of, like, gaming things I'm on. If Xbox does something different, there's always an uproar. When this was announced for the PS Vita, like, nobody said anything. Like, no PlayStation fans got offended or anything. So it's like, like, everyone's like, oh, okay, that's fine. PlayStation, do what you want. Like, is PlayStation, like, an untouchable, like, frat boy? Or what's going on here? I think they pretty much earned that status. Nobody, I mean, I'm sure there are people who care what Sony does. But there are a lot of people who just don't care. They've got a lot of money, and they've got a lot of backing in Japan. So anything we say in the U.S. doesn't matter. There's still going to – there's – how many freaking games are released in Japan that we don't get over here that, that are true. for PlayStation? <laughs> that is it's true. like how we have so many Xbox games over here and less PlayStation games. Um, yeah, well, that's – I don't know if that's Sony of America, though, because that was almost like – that was like Dark Souls. Originally, Dark Souls was not coming out to the U.S. Uh, for the PlayStation 3, I think it was called. Was it Dark Souls? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Dark Souls. Because uh, I remember my buddy actually imported it from Japan because he wanted to play and he wasn't sure if it was coming out here. But when he got it, it still had all the dialogue. Like, you could do English, French, uh, Japanese, you know, all this kind of stuff. So he was like, okay, cool. So, I mean, he got the game, like, I think well in advance before it was finally released over here. Yeah, but all those anime games that I want to play that are only in Japan. <laughs> no, that is true. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, I was very surprised we were getting the new Dragon Quest, which does look pretty amazing. Um I was surprised they continued releasing any Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior games out here. I mean, my first Dragon Warrior was 3 for, well, 
it was for Nintendo, Super Nintendo, but I had it for Game Boy. And that game is ridiculously hard. You have to grind forever just to beat the first boss. <laughs> well, that's what I... I kind of like those old school RPGs like that where you do have to, you know, you're like, okay, I need to level up. I need to do the grind. I need to do these, like, side missions and everything like that, these side quests and do everything like that. Like, um, it just kind of builds that kind of... And then you're more, like, more tactic, you know, because that's what I kind of like about The Witcher is The Witcher went back to that where you're like, okay, I'm going to have to do a bunch of these side quests. I'm going to have to grind. I'm going to have to find equipment before I go on more to the story mission. And I have to actually use tactics. I can't just run in there and be like, ah, hacking and slashing or else you'll get your butt handed to you. So um, it's kind of it's very kind of cool where you have to kind of – what I've noticed with a lot of these RPGs now is you have to approach each one differently, uh, which I actually just learned uh, playing Fallout 3. <laughs> so – I was just about to say that's why I love Fallout Three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, All so the grinding and. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about my uh, take on Fallout Three in a bit. So you were playing. So you haven't touched Halo Five yet. I have a bit. Um, playing a lot of SWAT just because I get fed up with people not dying after one bullet. That's true. <laughs> it's a pet peeve of mine. Um, also doing The Walking Dead season one, chapter two. I know I'm a little behind, but it was the free game last month. <laughs> oh, no, you're completely fine, which I think is really funny. So I already beat that on Xbox 360. Absolutely loved it. Got it again for the Xbox One. Haven't touched it. And then I just went on to PlayStation Network, and the free game this month was Season 2. <laughs> so I was like, perfect. I haven't played Season 2. I'm like, I'm going to be cost different consoles, but I'll, I'll dive into that sometime this week so we can talk about that next week. But uh, So you have you ever played The Walking Dead season, or this is your first time? I played the demo, which was season one, chapter one. Okay. And that got me hooked. Like the little girl Clementine, mm -hmm. I just want to hug her and be like, everything's going to be all right. Your parents are dead, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, so where are you at right now in the game? Um, um, we did the hotel. Oh, spoilers for anybody who hasn't played it. Well, I'll put it this way. The um, game has been out, I think, for a good two years now. Some people still get, like, well, you tell them Darth well, Vader's the, Luke's father. <laughs> spoilers? I didn't know that, no. Um, I thought it was his uncle. Um, uh, <laughs> uncle Ben? Yeah, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben! Uh, Spider-Man swoops. <laughs> well, technically, you could do that now. Spider-Man swoops in because Marvel owns, Disney owns Marvel and Star Wars. Um, Wolverine shows up with lightsaber blades. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we just rewrote the entire Star Wars universe. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, so we'll just put this spoilers. So if you haven't played The Walking Dead, uh, skip about, I would say, maybe five, ten minutes. Yes. So uh, we did all that. Glenn's already gone. They're in the motel, or they were in the motel, and we just went to the farm with those, the dairy farm with the uh, cannibal dudes. Oh my god. That's... I can't believe, like, ugh, everybody ate Homeboy. The only one who didn't eat anybody because I saved her was Clementine. <laughs> yeah, I was able to do that. Yeah, I will say this. Uh, Telltale Games, uh, they know how to put something together. Um, it is amazing. Uh, like, it's one of those, like, it's ba basically back to the old school point-and-click games uh, that used to be for the computers, except they did it with a controller. Um, and, yeah, I, play, I played the first season. I want to play The Wolf Among Us. I haven't played that yet. I heard that was really good. And then now The Tales from Borderland is a, one of their newest products. And I think they even did a Game of Thrones one as well. Which did wow. very well. So um, these guys know exactly what they're doing with their games. But yeah, this get ready for all the feels. Get ready for some of the choices you make. And um, 
yeah, I'm, I don't want to spoil it, but there's some stuff that happens that you're just all like, oh my god, like, why? Why do I when, keep... Uh, when What's-His-Face killed the homegirl's dad, I was just like, why? Like, we could have probably saved him. But then in the long run, I'm like, he's like 200 plus pounds. He probably would have whooped my ass and killed me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's like, there's some... And it's funny because I didn't realize, I thought there was like that choice mechanism where it was like, oh, I'm going to be able to save two people if I time it right. No. Like, these split-second decisions, you have to pick and choose who you want to do. Cause, and I learned that the hard way. I think I saved one guy instead of this girl. And it oh, was at a, the beginning? Yeah, at the beginning. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, And then I just realized, I'm like, oh, this person sucks. I really hate you. I wish you would. Like, halfway through the like game when I was like, he'd make certain decisions, I'm just like, I wish you died. I really did. <clears throat> yeah. Although, I did save the reporter chick, so I'm kind of glad I saved her instead of the other guy. I mean... Yeah, he's a techie, but like, if you think later down the road, it's the end of the world. All technology and electricity is pretty much going to waste. We're using it all already. Um, I will put it this way: you made a you made the best decision because uh, I accidentally because I wasn't sure at that point, so I accidentally saved him instead of her. Yeah, he's worthless. He is <laughs> I knew worthless. It. He uh, does stupid things throughout the entire game, and uh, when he finally died, I wasn't even sad about it. I was like, thank you. Uh, thank you, Lord, for <laughs> finally getting rid of this. My Thank you for finally taking care of the mistake I made earlier in this season uh, kind of thing. So <laughs> Nice. And the uh, the other game, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Yes. I. Uh, so Nintendo, uh, of course, everyone keeps thinking Nintendo's dead, but I don't know. Nintendo released only three games pretty much exclusively this year, which was uh, Splatoon, Mario Maker, and Yoshi's Woolly World. And that's already still three more games that I can list that they released this year that is uh, original more than I can list on PlayStation. So... Um, so yeah, let me. I want to know how this is because I I I want to pick up Mario Maker. I want to pick this up, and I still want to get Splatoon. But uh, I think the last game I bought last year was just um, Smash Bros. Yes, a lot of the games that they, even though they release a small amount of games for Nintendo, a lot of them have a lot of replay value, and I think that's what they're aiming for is the replay value versus let's just you know put a bunch of games down your throat and make sure you swallow it or something like that yeah I, well i think nintendo i i want to say it takes a little bit more time and care especially with their like original games and their characters yeah because with yoshi's woolly world as i was playing it i was just amazed like i think i spent like the first 10 15 minutes just like loading up my amiibos and i think i've got like five or six amiibos but y if you load in your amiibos the costumes go to the Yoshi. Oh. So, like, I have a, a Link Yoshi, a Pac-Man Yoshi, and so on and so on. Okay, so you... He, uh, yeah, I was just about to ask. So you have the Amiibos. I only have, like, three of them right now. Uh, which ones do you have? Because I saw two of them you got for an early, like, uh, Christmas present, which I was all like, I want to get that one, the little 8-bit uh, uh, Mario. Yeah, so the 8-bit Mario was a gift. The Yoshi one came with the game because it was a whole package thing. Oh, that's cool. Um, and that's the wool one that's crocheted. Oh, oh, it is, so it actually is crocheted. Mm -hmm. Holy and it doesn't even have a stand like a regular Amiibo. It just, like, on the bottom it's a little bit hard where you can feel the NFC chip in there. Oh, okay, cool. And then, you know, I have the ones that count, Link and Toon Link. <laughs> yeah, I need to get Toon Link still. And then I got Chris the Pac-Man one. He got me the Bowser one. Ooh. And then, am I forgetting? No, that's all of them. 
Yeah, I think I just have Samus, uh, Link, and Zelda, and I was just basically trying to finish off my Zelda collection, so I want to get Ganondorf, Sheik, and Toon Link. Um, I know, I, the funny part is, it's like I, ba- I barely used them. I used them in, uh, what was it, Hyrule Warrior, uh, where you mm-hmm. get different things, and then I used them, of course, in Smash Bros., where I was leveling them up a bit. But, like, I, I, the problem is, is, like, I like them. I think they're really cool. But I was just like, I know if I dive deep into these things, I'm just going to spend way too much money. But there are ones that I do want just because they're very cool looking. Like the gold and silver Mario? Yeah, like, that one was pretty cool. But just, like, just like the designs, like the Pac-Man one, the Sonic one, um, like, Toon Link and everything like that. So, I mean, it's just, like, a fun... Like, this is a thing where I thought Nintendo kind of did a smart move where... They kind of took the page from Skylanders and the Disney Infinity where they're like, we're going to do our own kind of thing. I did hear that there's a rare Falco Amiibo exclusive in a Blockbuster in Mexico. Really? And I'm surprised True story. And I'm surprised there's a Blockbuster still. Well, I mean, I'm sure they still use VHSs more than we do. Oh, that's true. But, okay, so Wooly World... Um, the thing that I can compare this to was uh, Yoshi's Epic, or not Yoshi's Kirby's Epic Yarn. I think it was called. It's like it's like Kirby's Epic Yarn. Uh, they took that idea with Yoshi's Island and took some elements from Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. What's cool is like as you're going through, you can see like these little ribbons of yarn in like certain spaces, and Yoshi can eat them, and he'll eat all of that yarn and and. Uh, you can uncover these secret spots and stuff that you never would have thought. Oh, that's cool. And it's and then there's some platforms where they like there's an outline of them and they don't exist, like in Mario. Mm-hmm. They're like a dotted line or whatever. If you throw a yarn ball at it, you can like create that platform to move to the next part that you need to. Oh, that's really kind of cool. Now, is this just a one-player game, or can you do a multiplayer with or? You can do up to four people. Ooh. Or if you put the. Uh, the amiibo, the Yoshi amiibo on your the NFC spot, you can have like dual lives. I don't know. You played uh, Mario 3D World? Yes. Where you can have like another um, NPC following you, but you kind of control it in a sense. Okay. Yeah. 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 Same. Same diff. That way, you never really die unless both of them like fall at the same time. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm really hoping they do another uh, Mario Super Mario 3D World. Um. I thought that was a great uh, game that came out that year. Actually, I uh, love turning into a cat. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. Actually, one thing Matthew and I have been always talking about, I was like, I don't know why Nintendo hasn't done it because it's been out for like so long, and I don't think anybody would hate if they did this, but if they were to do a remastered version of Mario 64. Yeah, why haven't they done that now? I don't know. Like, this is what I love. Like, Everyone always bitches and complains about Nintendo. Like, oh, they're always doing a remaster. I'm like, usually when Nintendo does a remaster, they wait like a long time. Like yeah, it's a game from like ten years ago. They, like they find, like that's what I'm saying. Like they just released, what was it? They just finally released Majora's Mask Remastered on the 3DS, but it's been almost like ten years since that game came out. Um, and then they just talked about how they might be releasing uh, the Twilight Princess on the Wii U like that. I feel like that's a distraction. Well, it could be a distraction just to be all like, I, I, the way I see how Nintendo does it, and it's kind of smart, they release that game, right? The Twilight Princess remaster, like, maybe sometime next year. They do that. Mm-hmm. Why do they do that? Because they're hyping up for the next Zelda game. This is why I noticed Nintendo kind of does, because they did that with Wind Waker Remaster HD for the Wii U. They released that, and then, like, uh, Hyrule um, Warriors was going to be coming out. Yeah. Can you play 
multiple people on Hyrule Warriors? I think I, know I you can local, but I don't know if online. I was trying to figure that out because I'm like not too far in the story mode. I, I, I'm stuck somewhere. I'm stuck at like Death Mountain or something like that. Um, oh yeah, that one's pretty hard. It's a real pain <laughs> in the butt. But everything else I've been doing pretty good at. But yeah, uh, I know you can play locally, which I want to. That'd be kind of fun to do. But yeah, I actually really enjoy that game. And the funny part is, is I've never played. I played a little bit of Dynasty Warrior. Mm-hmm. and never really like fully engulfed myself in it but uh this was i thought was a fantastic idea it was just like just such a random piece where it's just like oh we'll take zelda and dynasty warrior and put it together and it just works heck yeah dynasty warriors for life <laughs> so um but that's cool that's that's good to know about um uh, yoshi's woolly world i really i do want to check that out because i mean i think like i said i think the last game i bought for the wii u was last year was super smash bros which i still haven't unlocked all the characters with it because i haven't game that much yeah but um, highly recommend yoshi's woolly world oh and like so like the premise and it's not giving away anything is that um oh i forgot his name one of the characters the magician dude on the cloud oh he um, comes around yeah, yeah yeah oh wait the magician dude on the cloud or the magician dude on the broom broom broom, broom sorry. okay because the cloud guy i was like that's the guy who throws a little spiky things yeah i don't know his name but i know who you're talking about but yeah the wizard guy I think Melvin or something. Either way. So the magician guy, he comes around and he needs yarn for something or whatever. And he takes all of the the woolly Yoshi and like turns them into yarn balls, but separates them by color, of course. So you're going through each level, trying to find each bundle of yarn so that you can make, remake these Yoshi at the end of the level. Oh, okay, cool. Um, well, that's that's pretty good. So look forward to so if you guys are if you guys don't have um, Xbox One or PlayStation Four and you have Nintendo, there are at least three games that did come out within the last few months. So I would say Splatoon, which was funny, is a is finally one of those games that came out. Uh, Nintendo was all like, "Hey, we're gonna try something new," and it it like that's what I say. Like everyone always complains that Nintendo doesn't give us anything new, but when they do, it's like fantastic. Like everyone's been in love with the Splatoon game, and like I guess the uh, the DLCs that have been coming out for it, or like the updates of new weapon upgrades and stuff of like that, everyone's just been very impressed with it. So, um, so you have that, the Mario Maker, which I've been blown away about. If you haven't seen any of these videos online, are ridiculous of what levels people are making, and of course Yoshi's Woolly World just in time for the holiday season. So, I did get the name of the guy. His name is Comic. Comic. Okay, I knew it started with a K. Yeah. But I was just, I was about to say like Koopa Wizard, like not even really try they're all they're all pretty much koopas yeah some some weird genetic mutation of <laughs> yeah of a, of a thing so i finally jumped back finally into halo 4 uh realizing i never really played it. like i bought it for the th- xbox 360 and never played i think i played like two missions and i just totally oh forgot God. about it don't even get me started on that i i the same about two missions there's something wrong with that game like i can't put I, my finger on it i know what it is I figured it what out because I started playing it on Master Chief Collection and I got to a part where I'm just like, this is so frustrating. Why is this so hard? Like, I'm like, look, I know I'm not like the – like, if you if you put me in a Halo match online, I am okay. But story mode, I'm like, I know I'm good. I, I can blast through a Halo game with no problem. Like, there is some challenging parts where you do get killed and stuff like that, but not like this. This second part of this mission is they are so stingy in this area with – with weapons and and uh, ammo. That's where you get bombarded by all of the all the new creatures. 
Yeah. Like the weird like. Oh yeah, that's so where I'm at. So I finally like yeah I finally got to a part like I kept dying and I was like what the hell so finally I was just like okay let me try something else so I literally started shooting at guys and as soon as I killed one I ran away collected ammo came back like it wasn't like I was just able to go walking through I had to keep backtracking to find guns and ammo to finally finish off that area and then finally I beat it but after as soon as I did that the game has been like a walk in the park so it's like this weird like thing where it's just that area in that level is just so frustrating like if you're playing it by yourself you're gonna have you're gonna die a lot and you're gonna have to backtrack and everything like that. if you have like another person with you it's probably gonna be a lot easier i think we need to schedule more playing games with each other we still need to play borderlands yeah i uh, haven't finished that yeah and i just i just bought it for uh i bought the remastered thing for the xbox one as well I still haven't even finished, like, the first one, which I actually preloaded onto the Xbox One, which is cool, because I think I still play it with people on 360, because it runs off of that engine with the backwards compatibility. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, no, Borderlands. I, I, I got the updated one, uh, the Handsome Jack collection, so I've got all of that action. Yeah, I have that, because I never played the pre-sequel, so. Gotcha. But, yeah, so, yeah, Halo 4, I'm, like, maybe, I think there's, it's weird, because there's only, like, ten missions in it. And I think I'm on mission seven, but they're very long. Like the missions take like you a while to get through them. But it's it's still a fun game. I still can't believe how well the graphics are. Like you still get blown away. And then of course Halo Five comes out, and you're like, what? So <clears throat> I think also what it is is that because Bungie wasn't part of the project, the other company um, was it three four three that picked it up? Yes. I think they were like panicking, like, oh my God, what are we going to do? It's not Bungie anymore. What would they do? And they kept on like, okay, what would they do? What would they do? Instead of, hey, we have this new opportunity with a franchise that's already doing well. Let's put some of our own ideas, which they did, which they did with Halo 5. And I'm blown away with all the changes in Halo 5. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, and of course, then I finally dived into um, Fallout 3. Now, I remember getting Fallout 3 when it first came out. <clears throat> which was back in, I think, 2008. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a very long time, because I was doing the doing the thing on it. So um, I'm checking it, I'm playing it, and I just realized, like, I, I guess when I started playing it, I just wasn't used to this kind of... I was used to um, uh, Skyrim and uh, uh, Elder Scrolls, but I wasn't used to having, like, weapons, like, firing weapons and stuff like that. So I was a little taken back from it. I was trying to figure things out, so... I basically, I forget how, I think I did like two side missions and then I just got to Rivet City, like trying to find your dad where you need to go for that, and I just stopped playing it. Uh, you should have gone to Nuketown first and then Rivet City. No, wait. That way you can like... Nuketown, have I been to Nuketown? I don't even think I've been to Nuketown here. I've been to Megaton. Or Megaton, sorry. Well, no, I went... They, <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, no, um, I did go to Megaton first. And I did, I like, because I'm doing good karma. Uh, okay, so you didn't blow it up. <laughs> no, I saved, well, this is the funny part. Like, I'm doing good karma. I'm doing, feeling really good about myself. But people are just dicks in this game. Yes. You walk up to people like, what do you want? And then I'm like, oh, I just saved your children. Oh, thank you. Like, but, like, there's so many times where I'm just all like, you guys are so lucky that I'm not evil right now. Like, I yeah, can destroy. Yeah, they all deserve grenades in their pockets. <laughs> I actually did that. I saved because I saw that, I was like, let me see if I can do this. And I did, and it blew somebody up. And then, like, it's, like, bad karma. But I'm like, I saved before this. I just reloaded just to get the achievement. Um, but, yeah, so holy crap. So, yeah, so I stopped uh, right when I got to Rivet City. And I only did, like, the only two side missions I did was Power of the Atom, uh, those, and um, Blood Ties. Do you remember how you first felt when you first played the game? 
yes, I felt very um, unequipped for the world outside. When you finally <laughs> leave the vault, I was like, okay, cool. And then like a, I think it was, what are they called? Mole rats? No, they're called like, mm-hmm. are they called mole rats? Yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever yeah, it comes <laughs> comes running over. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what do I have? I have a BB gun and a bat. So I'm like trying to beat it and I just died. I was like, oh, wow, I am not ready for it. Is there anything else in the vault that I can get? And there's like, no, this is just what they send you out to do. Like they're just like, in, like fend for yourself. Like it really pulls you into this room, but like into this world of like, holy crap. Like I don't have anything and things are good. So like I had, that's why I had to approach it a different way. Where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be running a lot from things right now because I'm at like level one. I I really have to like watch where I'm going. You can see things, you know, like in the horizon. Like that's a really huge crazy bear thing. I'm gone, you know, like take off and stuff. So it's it really it's not like Skyrim because Skyrim you're like you're fighting, you're doing all this stuff. It's like you get to a town. It's like you can kind of hold your own in Skyrim, but like this, like right off the bat, you're just like, oh, I am going to die a lot, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What was your take? When I when I first played Fallout 3, I hated the game. That that happened I to my feel, brother. I feel so bad. Huh? No, that was my brother too. Yeah, I I tried it like 3 times and I'm just like, what is this game? I hate this. Like I can't how does anybody like this? And I think I took a month break and finally I bought it and I was like, whatever, I'll just get into it. I got past all the boring part finally went to Rivet City, and they're like, well, you can go find your dad, or you can do all this other stuff. And I was like, I'm going to go do all this other stuff. I don't care about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically what ended up happening is then I started playing it, and I did like, oh, I'm going to jump into this mission, because uh, after I just, like, uh, spoilers, if you guys haven't played Fallout 3, it's been out since 2008, but your dad dies, like, right when you find him, and I'm like, oh my god, like, what the hell? So doing all this stuff, and then realized I got to a certain point, uh, and I'm like, oh, I'm, like, one mission away from the main storyline, realizing, like, everything just takes place in this little, like, cluster at the bottom of the map, and I'm like, I've not explored any of this world. Like, holy crap. So I basically, like, they're like, okay, we're going to go kill the, the Enclave, and I'm like, not right now. I'm going to do side missions. So I basically have that one mission to do for the main story, but I started the new Coca-Cola challenge, which I'm like... I think I drank a lot of the Nuka Cola Quantums that I found, which I'm like crap. So I'm barely looking for those. Uh, I just... There's actually a couple of spots where, um, if you're in the main DC hub, there's a bunch of of um, vending machines, and you can raid them, and they have like ten, like three to ten, depending on how lucky you get. And if you have the perk um, Scavenger, mm-hmm. you can find more. Oh crap! I wish. I, yeah, I basically built up my speech, my scientist, my medical, and my. What was the other one that I have? And I think my lock picking skills I've been doing. Um, the cool thing about uh, Fallout Three is you can actually max everything. Oh, you can. Yeah, they didn't really. They were like, whatever. We'll let you do whatever you want. Oh, that's and then cool. there's also there also should be a uh, a Nuka Cola factory. Yes, have I went there. there. Yeah, I went there. I found the three quantums that were in there. Um, well, it was, yeah, that was, yeah, so I started that one, went there, and then I went to the grocery store, one of the grocery stores, because they recommend, like, there's three grocery stores you go to, so I went to that one, realized that's the one that I probably went the very first time I was there, like, a long time ago when I started the game, so I probably took those quantum colas and drank them, like, not even thinking, Mm -hmm. so I was like, crap, then I went back to the slaver's place, which I thought was funny, because when, I was doing good karma, so when I had to go to the slave place to find the children, uh, for the uh, Lamplight Town. I go there, 
and the guy's like just being a dick to me, like all this kind of stuff. And then I'm all like, I look, I'm looking at like, cause I have my players guy. My brother got me a players guy. So I'm looking at it going like, all right, all right. How can I do this with getting good karma? I'm like, Oh, I could kill everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. So literally the guy's all like, he's like, get the hell out of here. And I just pull out my gun and just blow his head off. And that, everything was just headshots with these guys. Cause like my thing was so max. I was just like, Oh, this is awesome. I just started like slaughtering the entire town. They were all raiders, right? They were all slavers. Or slavers, yeah. I think it, maybe I'm confusing it with New Vegas, but there's a faction, Jackals, I think. Every time you kill them, you get good karma. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the other thing. I haven't played New Vegas, like, at all. So I was all like, well, I'm probably going to be, I'm trying to finish this as quickly as possible because I'm like, as soon as I get Fallout 4, I'm not going to touch it. Um, so, but yeah, New Vegas is something I do want to check. But yeah, no, um, so I'm just doing a bunch of side missions now. And right now I just did the Mothership Zeta. I'm on the ship right now doing that DLC. Uh, just because someone says there's a weapon on there that's like the most powerful weapon. Which yeah. apparently I was holding my own pretty well. And then I got to a town. I'm trying to remember what the town is called. But it's just filled with death claws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, my God. Like, I was, I was, you know, I get hit because I have really good armor now. I got the armor from Opera Operation Anchorage. And, you know, it's durable and everything like that. But these things, like, it's like four hits and you're, like, almost dead. And now I have that, I have that big, like, grunt with me, uh, Fox. That weird mutant or whatnot. And he's, like, plowing him down with, like, no problem sometimes. But I'm just like, oh, my God. So I literally – because I went there to look for the shopping mall that has the quantum colas in there. And I had no idea. It was just filled with death claws. Just wait till you get to New Vegas. They're even worse. Uh -huh. Sometimes they're one hit, one kill. Oh, jeez. So we'll see how that <laughs> Although goes. Although I have found out the best combo for Fallout 3 is Chinese stealth armor, shady hat, and death claw. Wait, you can use the death claw as a weapon? Yeah. What? You just get, I think it's a a belt, a death claw, some glue, and you, you know, put it together and you get a death claw that you can use. And it's a one hit, one, well, most cases, one hit, one kill. If they're like higher ranked, higher armor people, it takes a couple of hits. Wow. Um. Yeah, that's the one thing I have not done is put together any weapons. So I need to start doing that. Um, yeah, Wonder Glue is your friend. It puts everything together. <laughs> okay, I will start looking at that kind of stuff then. Okay, see, this is something like, okay, again, this is what I like about this game. It's like, I've been playing it through for a while, and now I'm just like, I know you can create weapons, but I have no idea how to do it. And then you just told me this, so I was just like, th that's what I kind of like about this game. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. You can figure out new things with that. So, um, yeah, but I'm like, I'm really deep into this world or whatnot. And I literally sit there going like, why did it take me so long to jump into this thing? But I think that's, I think that was the thing, because I know my brother did that. He jumped into it. He was very overwhelmed, got his ass handed to him by a bee. And then he was just like, <laughs> I, yeah, he was just like, and he, I think he got it from Bookman's. Like, he was working at Bookman's. He got it, and he just basically traded back in like, no, I, I don't want this. And then he came back to it later, like, he ended up like, all right, let me try it again or whatnot. And then he was like, yeah, actually, I really like, like, he, like, he loved, like, he played the hell out of Fallout 3, played the hell out of, like, New Vegas. So he's, like, like really into it now. But, yeah, at first yeah. he did not like it. He was like, oh, F this game kind of thing. Um, I got about 800 hours into Fallout 3 alone and 800 hours or so plus into Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, I think I'm at, f ooh, what am I at? I'm either at I have to check the time. I think the last time I booted up was 30 hours into the game, but I wasn't even that far into the game. Um, so I'm probably even farther now. But, um, yeah, so that's all we've been playing this week is uh, those kind of games. 
Um, actually, this has actually worked out to a pretty lengthy episode. We're already at 43 minutes, so um, <laughs> we probably uh, anything on uh, on the news that you want to touch upon. Um. Oh, Target this month. Fallout New Coca-Cola Quantums. Made by Jones Soda. I don't know if you guys have ever had Jones Soda, but it's no high fructose corn, corn syrup. I can never say that word right. Yeah. And their stuff is just really good. It's real cane sugar and everything. I forgot what flavor they're using for it, though. They're not. It's not anything new, but they're just uh, rebranding it. Yes, I saw that, and I'm now trying to find the article, which I think is probably on the the Facebook page. Um, let's see. Uh, where did it? Oh, and that also came out too. So you you actually pre-ordered the um, you actually pre-ordered. Oh my god, they're available. Oh, they are available right now. Yep, I'm going to Target today. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm going to Target today too. Um, so you pre-ordered the uh, Fallout uh, uh, Four with the Pit Boy, right? Heck yes, I was so lucky. I tried to pre-order it two days before they had or two days after they announced the pre-order for it, and every GameStop was like, oh, we're out, you can't do it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, F you guys. Can we swear on this one, guys? I forgot. Yeah. So um, the cool thing about that one, so if you did pre-order that, and um, this is a thing that just came out, I think, yesterday. So I think it's on Apple, uh, like iPhones, and it's also on the um, Android operating system. But you can actually download the free app of a Pit Boy for your phone, and you can actually put that into your Pit Boy if you have that, and use it while you play the game. Oh yeah, and you can play. A, they have a mini game on it. Um, what was it? I have it on my phone. It's like Red Menace, or no, not Red Menace. Red Menace is the one that you can play once you download the actual full one. But yeah. it's one where like there's a bunch of nukes coming down, and you've got to save the different uh, the different wonders of America. And every time it hits one, you lose X amount of points or whatever. It's pretty fun. I don't know if you've tried this app out. Um, I downloaded. It. I haven't. I have to link it to like my Xbox One or whatnot before I think I can go through with everything. Um, if you hit the if you hit the demo mode, you can check out everything. Oh, okay. Then I'll have to do that. But I saw that the other day, so I was like, that's perfect. Um, so yeah, they're really gearing up for um, Fallout stuff. So we got the Quantum Nuka Cola Quantum that's going to be coming out. It looks like they're also Bethesda is partnering up with a uh, beer company to do a Fallout beer as well. Only in the UK. Only in the UK, but uh, so people, well, I fly for free, so I could always just go over there. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, this is uh, surprisingly, um, this is a lot of hype for this game because I know when the third one came out, it was really one of those games that uh, not too many people remembered the Fallout series because I remember the first games were actually made by a company that's not even around anymore called Interplay. They were all PC, and it was more of a, a tactics slash pick your own choose your own story type of thing mm -hmm. so it's 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 kind of interesting how much this game has kind of blown up but the same thing uh, that the same thing kind of happened with skyrim because i remember playing all the elder scrolls beforehand and then so many people were talking and raving about skyrim but then i would mention stuff like Daggerfall or arena and they just look at me like what are you talking about like a lot of people probably remembered from morrowind when morrowind was finally uh, re, uh introduced on the xbox uh, the ported version after it was on the PC for a while. So, I mean, it's good that Bethesda, they know what they're doing. The only the only thing I'm worried about, though, and because this is Bethesda Games, is when Fallout 4 comes out is, what glitches can we find? Um, 
Oh my gosh. I wanted to throw my copy of Fallout New Vegas on day one because there were so many glitches. There were glitches where you'd just walk and you'd be stuck in the middle of the ground. Like, what am I doing? Or your limbs would just magically stretch out. <laughs> yeah. Different so, which, which will be fun for random Twitch videos, I think. Um, I yes. might actually do that when I get the game. Just pop it on for the Arcade Bros channel, which is you could just go to uh, the. T if you want to follow us on Twitch, is the underscore arcade underscore bros. Um, but yeah, I might just do that just to see what twitches, uh, what twitches, what glitches we can find uh, in the game. But you never know. Maybe they, maybe they don't have that. I mean, there's probably going to be some updates and everything like that because that's what games do nowadays. But yeah, no, a lot of the games that have been coming out lately have just been. Uh, glitch like like a, um, um, a, a mother you know ever so um yeah the scariest glitch i had was i don't know if it was fallout 3 or fallout new vegas a death claw was running towards me and i was a low level i didn't have any good weapons but then all of a sudden the death claw fell into the ground <laughs> couldn't move towards me uh that's 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 awesome um, yeah luck <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's actually what sometimes this game is. Re that's what I kind of like about the game. It actually does rely on a little bit of luck sometimes. Like there is some skill involved, but sometimes you will luck out. Like I think that happened to me. Where like, uh, oh yeah, like it was like a death claw, and then like a super, a couple of super mutants were gonna go like after me, but the death claws are them. So then they just started battling out. And I was like, oh okay, bye. You know. <laughs> So it does uh, rely on luck, but yeah, so I'm trying to think what else is there. Um, yeah, how do you feel about, because the, the controller just came out. I know it's really expensive, but how do you feel about the new Xbox uh, controller, that crazy-ass, like, customizable one? The the really expensive hundred-and-something dollar one? Yeah, 154 It's like, what is it called, the uh, Elite controller? I don't know how I feel about it. Like, unless it makes me a sandwich, too, I don't know if I want it. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. I I am kind of like I am curious about it. I I do like the idea of customizing stuff. I just don't know how much I would use like the bottom pieces for racing games. I really play racing games. Um, I mean, playing like Dragon Age or something, because then you could like you know put your pots and and mana wherever you wanted them to be. But I just there's not enough games for it to be customizable. Yeah, as of right now. But the thing I look at it too is. Um, Oh, that's sorry. I just got distracted. So, Darksiders apparently they're doing a new uh, edition, Darksiders Two for PS4 and Xbox One. That's weird. Um, yeah. So I got distracted by ads on the story I'm looking at. Like I like the idea, but I also justify it as this: like, okay, you're spending $150 on a controller. It'll probably be the only controller you'll probably ever use from that day on. Uh, once they actually make more games that are more customs, buy it. I think it's going to be a good investment. As of right now, I think your best bet if you're going to get one, if you're just buying a brand new Xbox One, just get the Elite version anyways, because then you'll get that controller plus a terabyte of, you know, uh, memory on it. The only problem I have with it is like everyone's like, oh, $150. I'm like, do you know how many people went out and bought that $250 Halo Collector's Edition thing? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you're spending almost that much on most of these collector items too. So it's like, I feel like if the game, if the controller has more games that are compatible with it, probably within the next year, then I think it's a sound investment. Probably right now you might want to wait on it. Uh, is my unless best you're bet. a PC gamer. That too, I did think of that because a lot of people have been trying to get me to game on PC a lot more. Yeah, if you game on PC, it's perfect for like you know MMOs or. 
whatever tactics games, then you don't have to do mouse and controller at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's probably a lot of capability for it, but yeah, I know it's a little pricey. Basically, I would say if you have what I like to call uh, F me money is where you just have money that you can do whatever you want with it, then yeah, go ahead and buy it. If you're a new, if you're thinking about an Xbox One and you kind of want the controller, I would say then just buy the Elite version of the Xbox because uh, you get that controller for free. Uh, it's the controller that comes with it. But yeah, I mean... It's it's a really cool idea. I do like the I do like the customization because that sometimes happens. Like it took forever for PlayStation, like just with this system, they finally have grooves in their joysticks, which is finally perfect because like I, my hands aren't flipping off the thing because they always had those round like ones are just like haha. Like I mean, even with the N64, at least they had that little like groove in the joystick. So when you're playing, you're like, okay, my thumb's not gonna, you know, flip off or whatnot. But yeah, it's everybody's a, hands sweat, so it's yeah. <laughs> so that's the one thing I do like about the PlayStation 4, which I think the new Xbox controls I've been having has a bit of a grip on the bottom. I got the uh, the Halo 5 Collector one, and that one's got a lot of grip on the front too, where your palms will be. Okay, that's what. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I was curious about that one. I wanted to know about that because actually that was one of the controllers I was looking into. It was kind of like because I like that white one. That was like a GameStop exclusive, but then I saw the Halo one. I was like, uh, so which one did you go with, gray or green? Or gray or, yeah, gray or green, right? I did the gray one. Okay. It's got the grip on the front, and it looks phenomenal. It's amazing. I haven't had any issues with it. I kind of wanted to go with the green one just because it had the grip on the back, too. Ooh, okay. That's, that's the only one that had the grip on the back. Hmm. So it's kind of a, which one do I want? Yeah, which, what kind of a gamer are you kind of thing? All right. Well, I'm still looking into a new controller. Uh, I think the next, because I only have one PlayStation 4 controller, the next one I think I'm going to get is the uh, the old school looking one that's from like the original PlayStation. Yeah. It's like that kind of color scheme. So I thought that was kind of cool because I'm like, I do need another controller because I do, like I have a fighting game, but I'm like, I can't have anybody come over and play. I'm like, I don't have a controller. So, um but yeah, yeah so. if I ever get the chance, I want to customize some of my older controllers. They're broken anyway, so I might as well customize them. That'd be kind of cool. So, um, yeah, so this is, I think, uh, we didn't hit all the show notes, but some of the show notes have been pretty old since I did it. But we did touch upon probably all the new stuff that's coming out. Of course, before we wrap up the show, probably the games you're looking forward to this week is going to be Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of Tomb Raider for an Xbox fan. Of course, Black Ops 3 just came out on all systems fallout 4 is coming out and uh before we go uh we just talked about target so when you go to target to look for your new coca-cola quantum stuff uh this week they're doing a buy to get one free sale of video games i believe it's going across uh xbox one platforms and playstation 4 platforms uh some of the games they did list off they didn't list off all of them so you might want to check your ads just to double check but i know they were talking about tomb raider was going to be a part of it halo 5 uh fallout 4 and uh call of duty black ops um, so I don't know if there's any other games that are going to be in that category. They might actually put the Assassin's Creed Syndicate in there as well. Um, I know I did this sale last year, and I got Halo Master Chief, uh, the Assassin's Creed Unity, and then I think I got Evil Within. So I thought it was a great deal because you're paying for two games, but you're getting three. So if you've been waiting, holding off on games to buy, I would say check that out on Target. I think the sale goes from, uh, I think it ends on Saturday. So go ahead and check that out. Christmas presents. Yes, of course, yeah. So um, I think next week uh, when we come back, we'll probably I'll, – I'll try to search for some uh, holiday deals that are going on because uh, Black Friday is going to be upon us before we know it. And I want to thank uh, my new co-host, Raven, for joining me. 
Thank you. It's and been fun. So, Raven, uh, if, if you want to game with people or people can find you on the interwebs, of course, you have your uh, your website, uh, revengelover.com, if you want to get some kick-ass artwork, designs, and whatnots. But uh, where, if they want to game with you or they want to find you on the Twitter or they want to follow you, not stalk you, but follow you on the Internet, uh, where can they go for that? Revenge Lover. If you Google me, you will find everything you need to find about me. She makes it simple. Unlike me. Um, Except for those jerks who stole Revenge Lover on certain things, so I had to put Revenge Lover backwards, so it's Revelegnever. Jerk. You know what I love about those squatters now? They just kind of hurt themselves. Yeah, they they tweeted once, and I was just like, oh, well, I guess I can't ever use this because you're never on it. Mm -hmm. Whatever. But yeah, Revenge Lover, game with me. I'm not on all the time, but if you can catch me. It'll be fun times. Yeah, so we'll try to get some stuff together um, with that. But, of course, if you want to follow uh, me, um, you can go to the official uh, at Arcade underscore bros on the Twitter. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter. It's just Stephen, M., or Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitter. Uh, we do um, have a website, which I have to get all the passwords and stuff to start updating. So we'll hopefully make uh, Raven a contributor on that. So if she wants to uh, like write a video game review or talk about something or anything she wants to do. But yes, the website I know is really backdated, but we it's a work in progress, kids. It's me. I'm like the mascot of this entire um, network because I'm on so many shows. <laughs> Not by choice sometimes. Um, but yeah, so that's going to wrap up this episode. So um, I guess, uh, Raven, if you have anything you'd like to add while I scatterbrain look for what I'm looking for. There we go. Um, not much, except you guys will probably not see me online much for because of Fallout. <laughs> yes. Well, basically, she'll be like, if you see me, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, send a message. I'll probably read it later. Yeah. But... But I won't talk. Yeah, yeah, so we, we will apologize for that. So hopefully with the next week episode, uh, we'll probably just be – just talk about – it's probably going to be a Fallout 4 um, breakdown of everything that we're doing and which paths we decided to go. So uh, I will say this, though. I'm probably going to try going evil this round. I've never done evil very rarely in video games, but I think evil is where it's at. On this one, I feel like neutral will be my start. Neutral is the hardest to do. That's what I always thought. Like, neutral's got to be really hard to do because, like, good is pretty easy and then bad is super easy. To me, bad is just, like, you don't care. Uh, but, yeah, neutral, I thought, was always going to be, like, the hardest to do. And then I didn't even know there was neutral karma until halfway through I was playing this. I was like, oh, I would have done probably that, but oh well. <laughs> So I was like, ah, I already went with good. So, but um, I guess until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.